Welcome back to the Wobble Fergie Do podcast. I am Olu Jimmy, and I'm joined by Mr. Francis and Football Expert Extraordinaire. Welcome, 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 welcome. Wobble Fergie Do. What's good? How's everyone doing? How's um, the weekend? We've had two games, <laughs> and we've had the Super Bowl. Did, that, did you guys watch Super Bowl, actually? Oh, I did. I did. That was probably and, one of the... Uh, Yo, you know what's funny? This is the first time in five years that I've watched... I have not watched the Super Bowl in Larry's house. I know. I was thinking about that, too. Larry's house was a spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually. It felt so weird, Yeah, like, it, was, it, felt, it felt very weird. Because, yeah, because I, I, I watched it at home, too. And I'm like, yeah, like... Yeah, there was no like screaming. Even, there was no. Even me watching it at home, it felt like I was, I was, I was in the mind yeah. of an asshole. It just didn't make sense. I was, I was, I was in a vibe though, like because I, I took an edible before, but like still, it wasn't the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, I was missing the chips, like the, the what's that thing Larry always makes when whenever he goes to his house. He, um, oh, nachos. oh, he has this nachos. His, um, is it nachos? Yeah, we always do that nachos ritual and then wings. So there's nachos, there's also this salad, which actually, like, Bola put me on that salad. That salad is, you know. No, we I've, never I... had salad for Super Bowl, though. No, they, I think you always had salad, though. No, no, no. You know no, the no, salad no. I'm talking about? The kale, the sweet kale salad. Yeah, man, the sweet salad. one, kale one with the chicken and the green beans. Yeah, yeah. No, that was not that. Super Bowl now. Super Bowl, we ate, like, something Bowl. disgustingly or healthy. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I remember, like, I was so full by the time I get home. <laughs> yeah, there's the nachos, there's the wings, and there's some maybe, maybe pizza or something just comes at the end of the day. And then there's there's red wine, there's alcohol, um, there's Ola there giving us the you know the greens, and it's just it's just the vibe, man. Next thing you know. <laughs> Larry, well, like giving you Ola. giving you Colorado. Is it no, greens? No, 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 no greens like weed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I meant too by Colorado. Colorado, Colorado is different, man. Colorado, Colorado is, is something else. Man. Is it something, something <laughs> totally different? Oh yeah, like I maybe I yeah. have wrong. I thought Colorado. I thought it was the same thing. Nah, Colorado. Something else. No, Colorado. Something else suitable nah. for the pod. Nah, nah Colorado. Should Colorado, I, should you, I, you lose yourself. Should I Google? Should I Google Colorado on my office computer? <laughs> No, it's not good for work. Colorado in Lagos is not Colorado in the in Yankee. Yeah. Colorado in Yankee is a state. In Lagos is a is, is a state of mind. It's a state of mind. It's, it's a vibe, eh? You know, I, 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 the, the, phone, the one I miss the most is just Larry and Ola arguing who's going to win and why they won and why they lost. It's like... <laughs> At least I'm happy the England wasn't there this year. Oh, I know, because I was going to say, yeah, you know what's funny? Like, New England, yo, this is how you know how dominant New England has been, man. Like, I feel like I've watched at least three Super Bowls in the last five years when New England have been, have been there. Oh, easily. Like, it's against crazy. Atlanta, where they won. Against Seattle, where they won. Both of those were mad comebacks, too, because I was happy. And initially. then we watched the one that they lost to. And then uh, against Philly, Philly yeah. Shout out wow. to the to the Derrick Rose of NFL though, uh, um, OBJ. I felt so bad for him, man. Because I, it looked like he was gonna go off in that game, man. Like uh, he had the first touchdown, right? Yeah, like Eli, mm-hmm. Eli Apple. Yo, I man, felt bad for that Drake, guy too. They were just Drake, they were roasting that guy. Drake really caught like one M from that play. I think he put like he bet like one point five on different plays. And one of the 500 that he bet was um, OBJ to to catch the first touchdown or something like that. Or score the first touchdown. And that guy just dropped 1.1 million or something. Like, this, this guys, man, the rich just keep getting richer. It's so easy to make money when you have money. <laughs> it's so easy to make money when you're ready to lose it. <laughs> yeah, when you when you know like losing that money won't do anything. Like you can that's why you can easily break that. It's, it's those that it's those that have money that can do that. Like, if you don't have money, your worries. Your worries like uh let me just save this one that I don't have instead of just uh, that. today. Today, like I put in like 
a fan do you bet for for the basketball games tonight? <laughs> and after I put in my entry, which was five bucks by the way, they, <laughs> so once you put it in, what they do the next page is like, oh, you can also you can also enter this same lineup into some other entries. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, my five bucks is enough. <laughs> like whenever I used to play like NFL fan do, it doesn't even matter the amount. That's how you know. Like it doesn't even. Matter. Yeah, man. Once you see somebody like, score that has even even EPL self, once you see somebody that is on your team score, you go and look at your team like, oh, am I doing well? Am I not here? And then I imagine people that will be putting like, you know, <laughs> like in Nigeria, for example, they, they have these commercials that are wild for gambling. There's one where there's a guy, they show him watching other people go and bet like day after day, and then you see him at night counting like he's working diligently. Every time he makes money, he puts his money in a savings. Like a piggy bank called Simi's school fees. His daughter's school fees. <laughs> this wow. guy that money to go and gamble, then you see him coming smiling. And I'll say to myself, God, these people actually have a commercial where somebody's gambling their child's school fees as a commercial <laughs> because he won. What if he lost Simi's school fees? Ah. <laughs> See me, see me be homeschool. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's more important to him: his money or see me. I think you already know. Uh, it's the same thing. I think because in America, like I think they've just opened, like unleashed, like the whole gambling thing. And I feel like every other commercial right now, especially when it's sports, is just gambling, 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 gambling. I think it's more part of the fabric when it comes to like um, in Europe with the with the sports in Europe, right? America, they just get into it, you know. But oh well. Anyways, gamble safely, everyone. If you have an, uh, <laughs> if you have a problem, please call one hundred gambling. I'm sure there's a phone number like that. Yeah. <laughs> if there's no, I'm sure we can, we can make one. I'm sure there's something like that. Like, what, just Google one of gambling. I'm sure you you get to the someone who can help you out. So speaking of speaking of gambling, what's going on with United, man? United. Hmm. What what do you, you think the odds what? are going to be if you bet United to score more than one goal? <laughs> yeah, they were pretty 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 high odds though. <laughs> I think it's safe bet from this point, at least for the next few games, to gamble that United will not win. And mm-hmm. I feel like that is, you know, we'll get to the game. But to me, as I was watching today's game, actually, I was thinking to myself, man, a perfect bet would have been like writing to win or draw this game at Old Trafford. Because I'm sure, because you know how in the beginning of the game, they always do the probability. And in the yeah, last. Yeah. United is like fifty percent probability, and I'm thinking to myself, who is making this? Who is doing this? Uh, who is putting uh, this? You know, it's based on name now. Based yeah, on, I'm think... built on on propaganda. It's yeah, not, I think that's it. The fact that it's United, like that's why they. If it was any other team that was on this kind of like drought, like yeah. The probability would have fallen like way longer than that, but you know, it's name brand. It, it's co- <laughs> it's coming though. It's coming though. I'm I'm sure like if if you said if the same step um they stayed this way for AC Milan, um look at AC Milan. I'm sure if AC Milan is playing someone like Lazio or Napoli, um Napoli will probably have lower odds to win that game. That yeah, but AC Milan doesn't have money. That's part of it. the problem with United. Our yeah, gift of money. It's no wonder they have money. They can't even resign Frank Kessy. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I, I don't know what's going on with United, man. Anytime I even see my like McTominay, first of all, and I'm not even trying to pick on players. Anytime I see McTominay in, in the starting lineup, like I just lose interest. Like I thought they would have done this guy the same way they did, like them Paddy McNair and you know Cameron Bothwick Jackson or whatever his name is, and throwing these guys away. But this guy, this guy just keeps playing. I read somewhere, I don't know how true this is, that actually McTominay doesn't actually even start in midfield for wherever, whatever country. He yeah, plays play, play right center back, couldn't he? Yeah. Can you imagine? That's who we're putting in as an anchor in our midfield. <laughs> I mean, he still starts for them, though, to his credit, Paul. Yeah, but um, he's not starting in the position that we're playing him. Like, <laughs> he won't bench McGinn now and Billy Gilmore. But that should tell you a lot, though. McGinn. <laughs> no, McGinn is evidently better than McTominay. 
always. I, I know, yeah. but at the same time, I don't think my my game is like top, top, top. Like, let's be honest. Sense. Let's be honest. Frank conversation. Would McTominay get into Aston Villa's midfield? Nah. Oh, let's actually let's think about it. Who, who Aston Villa's midfielders? Douglas Lewis, McGinn, and Coutinho. Ramsey, forgot Ramsey. Oh, and Ramsey. He's not benching Coutinho, that's for sure. He's not benching yeah. Ramsey. McGinn is already benching him in the national team, so there's no way. And Douglas Lewis, no way. So Aston Villa is even a rich. Would he enter Newcastle starting right now? Oh, he will enter. Come on now. Who's he going to bench? John Joe Shelby? No way. Not, not Shelby for sure, but I'm oh, sure. Why I don't not know who plays. No, he won't bench Chelsea. Come on, man. He won't bench. Whoa, really? He won't, he won't bench Chelsea. Uh, Have you seen Shelby's guy. like oh, no. Shelby. passing? Shelby has a little bit of technical. Yo, okay. no, no. Okay, <laughs> what about uh, his ginger brother? No, that one doesn't even play anymore now. Ah, uh, we almost got that opportunity. That's the ejected the million bid for that guy. This United, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like one day. One day we will look at only signings and we'll have a frank conversation because for the longest time everybody was talking about how his signings were great. Dan James is no longer in United. Harry Maguire is uh, uh, Wambasaka Spider. <laughs> Where the fuck is Spider, by the way? He was on the bench today. I bet okay. you. I bet yeah. you. Next time, um, um, Dave Santan Dave wants to wants to rhyme, <laughs> rhyme. You'll forget about Juan Bissaka's name. Juan <laughs> <laughs> Bissaka, the Lambo, a spider. Ah, that was good for rhymes. Martial, right hand, the striker. Mm. Oh my God, Santan Dave. Maybe you should sing about Maguire, man. Because all the guys, all the guys, all the guys you've called, their, their career has gone downward ever since then. Just call. Speaking of career going downwards, man, what's going on with Marcus Rashford? Does this guy still want oh, to play football? Today, like, I was watching him. He seems so undecisive. Like, I know he, that's always been his thing. But today, he just, I don't know why he just stood out from his I, I feel I like he's, he plays like he's not even interested. <laughs> like, he loses the ball. And then, okay, there's the effort. Like, see Fred now. And I'm not saying Fred is the be-all and end-all or whatnot. But Fred will give a terrible pass or do something. But then the... The, the boy, it's something you can't fault him for. Is he, he's always trying. Like, you see him running around the field. But Marcus Rashford makes a mistake. And he just throws his hand up in the air. And he's like, man, I'm a big boy. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> like, but he's not lying, though. Like, is there anything? Nothing yeah, is going to happen Okay, then wear your MB badge when you're playing. So we just know who you are. <laughs> You know what? Like, you don't understand. I was waiting for the NBA reference. Uh-huh. Like, just wear the reference. star or whatever it is, or don't even wear United jersey. Wear the 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 suit or the attire that those guys wear, and maybe wear your like jersey the, on top. The uniform they, they yeah. Get when you, so there. we know that you are you are an MBE. You are not a United player. Like, come off it, man. This we we'll keep saying this thing about this guy, and in the next two years, this guy will turn twenty nine. That's how this guy's career has gone. Our next. Six, six fixtures. Six fixtures. Leeds away, Watford at home, City away, Tottenham at home, Liverpool away, Leicester mm. at home. In between that, we have Atletico Madrid twice. Oh Lord! Yeah, gauntlet. You know, this this is this is where um, GGPFC will earn his paycheck for I'm sure. Flames. <laughs> Flames, 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 flames. <laughs> Anyways, for those of you who don't know, like um, we're kind of like all talking about all the games, but the scoreline for the Southampton game was United won, Southampton won. Um, the game that just ended a few hours ago was United two, Brighton nil. Um, I felt like that bright. I felt like Brighton got too cocky in the second half and just started playing rubbish. I think that's the word. No, no, I, I think they got too comfortable. Because that first half, they bust like they were running things. Like, mm, no, would I say running things? Not really. I think the, the where I'll give them credit was impressing United. United didn't really do much. So whenever Brighton tries to press us or whatnot, yeah. it's just very evident that they are more hardworking. But I think Brighton too, they were very toothless. And but the word I'll use is they were very. 
complacent. They thought, okay, yeah, at some point in time, yeah, they'll get into the game and whatnot. United were first half were pretty useless. And I think the difference between the game in my mind today and in the past two 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 games that we've played, Southampton and I think Middlesbrough, whoever yeah, whoever that person was. The 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 halves. Oh, I think Burnley, Burnley too. Oh, Burnley. The halves yeah. were like switched. United yes. normally they play well in the first half and second half. I mean, and play rubbish in second half. This time we played rubbish in the first half. But then these guys had the credit. I say the credit card, the red card, and um, we it now made us look like we played better in the second half. But these guys were disadvantaged. They had more man down. But if I think you it, actually. It, if you look at the chances that we had today, we could have scored like five goals again easily. The first half, yeah. when Ronaldo squared the ball to Sancho, where Sancho, Sancho should have squared it back to him. I don't know if he tried to chip or, like, I don't know. Sometimes the guy feels like he's playing on the beach, like he's playing samba football. Just take this distance seriously, man. And then in the second half, Ronaldo, um, the header, the one where he passed to Bruno Fernandez. Um, and Bruno Fernandez just placed placed the keeper where he should have, you know, put it to the ground and scored. And then Ronaldo had another header again, um, where he just went actually to the side had of the two post. headers. Yeah, two headers. One was a save. Yeah. The other one was to the side of the post. And if all those had gone in, like we're looking at four nil, you know. And, and then not to mention the Bruno chance he had that Ronaldo squared to him. Yeah, that's the one I, I was talking about. That uh, oh, okay. Sanchez saved too. Right. Yeah. We had Sanchez many... had like five. Actually, he got five saves in that game. So. Oh, well, that's... that's the only reason why I know that is because, you know, I have him in FPL, so he gets the extra bonus point. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't even looking for that anymore, man. I just I, I just wanted Ronaldo <laughs> to score. I wanted Ronaldo to score because a lot of players in, in FPL don't have him. They have that's Bruno true. Fernandes and they have him captain. But I have both of them and I wanted him to score so I can, you know, keep... Differential. Keep, yeah, keep my differential ball. It is what it is, man. Ronaldo is 37. Sad. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. Like it was kind of the opposite because that Southampton game, like we've seen that like the last three games, like Middlesbrough and Burnley, like it was. We have a wonderful first half, and then and then second half is like we are. We have no idea what's going on, <laughs> and I think um, Ralph talked about it too. In I think the presser after the the Southampton game is he talked he said something around it um, saying that. Um, them scoring us on the seventy, whatever minute they scored, doesn't mean that we should just stop playing. And I think he was saying that, like, it's like we just stopped playing, like the whatever you want to call it. Can we even call this one DGPFC? Because I feel like it's changed his formation to <laughs> to mm-hmm. whatever formation that he, he does now, right? I think it ceased to become like DGPFC because you don't have the four two 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 to infinity anymore. But anyways, um, I'll take the win and. For some reason, we are fourth now, which again is a miracle considering like how bad we've been in the last couple of weeks. It's like everyone around us doesn't even want to take the. <laughs> it, it, yeah, again, West Ham lost in the last game, but then Arsenal and and Tottenham, Tottenham, and even I think Wolves are next. Time. They have like two or three games in hand. Arsenal the... have three games in hand. Oh yeah, three games in hand. But this game in hand thing is a myth, man, because. I remember yeah, they have to win it. I remember United yeah. me saying United that we have what two games. But in I hand. just told you guys our next six fixtures. We're playing Leeds away, Watford at home, Man City away, Tottenham at home, Liverpool away, Leicester at home. Those are not and the games that we've had, like the games Ralph has been in, I don't know if we've played any top ten teams. I might be wrong because I'm saying it off the top of my head. We played Burnley. Okay, we played we Brighton. Play I think we played Tottenham. Did we play Tottenham at some point? No, uh, that was no, that was that was under Oli. That's the one where that we won three Yeah, so you're right. We haven't played anyone in the top. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I no. Do. We played. We played. We played West Ham. Yes, we beat West, West Ham in it. But that was Wait, in the cup, though, yeah. not Premier League, right? No, 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 no. In Premier no, League, was that Premier League? One, yeah, one nil. Yeah. Okay. But then to the, the regular big boys, we haven't played any of them in a long time. Oh, well, we're definitely going to get that work. And, and, these, <laughs> and these, guys, these guys, these big boys are not smiling. Like City is winning 
the, Liverpool is playing next game and they are trying to do the same or even better. Then you have Chelsea, who, again, credit to Chelsea, man. Those guys are probably one of the the, the best best teams in in history with the amount of you know titles that they keep winning over over and over and over and over again. So congratulations to them for winning the um, best club in the world or whatever the fuck that stupid ass competition. <laughs> the, um, the is it club walk club, club walk or something? Yeah, they yeah, went to. I don't know. They beat some a club Al Ahly and well, Valva. I don't know some <laughs> fucking teams like Yo, that. Kudos, shout out to shout out, salute to Chelsea still though, because if that was if they sh- the roles were reversed, we would be happy about that too. So, oh no, for sure, for sure. I mean, there are only yeah. five teams in history that have won, all, like all the all those titles in the past, like. I think they won Club World Cup and they won the best best team in Europe and then they won um, Champions League. Cha- Champions League too. So I think it's only Barcelona, Juve, Real Madrid, Chelsea and Manchester United that have won those titles. Don't quote me, but I, I think those are the only five, only five clubs that have won, won that. And it's, it's a testament to Chelsea's man, hard work like since Abramovich came how many years ago? 20. Those guys just keep. I think they've had like fourteen titles since they came. Like, I think they've had the most titles since since yeah since Abramovich yeah. uh, you know starting killed them. But anyways, I digress. Um, when United play these guys, these guys are ready to spank, <laughs> spank, spank us. And yeah, I just feel like I, I, I left to me. I would simulate this season. To the end, and whatever happens, happens. Like I don't want to keep. What am I watching this season for? When I know nothing is going to happen, so am I watching to see if we're going to improve? Or and I know that Ralph is most likely not going to be the manager. At Champions the end of the League, season. baby. That's what you're watching it for, man. Yeah, we, still we have, have a chance. We have it's striker that's thirty-seven. We have down that's thirty-six and a half. Like, <laughs> bro, Let, let's let's half. let's. Speaking speaking of the thirty six and a half or thirty seven years old, um, let's talk about Ronaldo and his last couple of games. He finally scored today, and I think he I think it was a six, was it a six or seven game like skid that he hadn't he hadn't scored. I think it was one of those. I can't remember exact numbers, but he has not scored a free kick since he was thirty two years of age. <laughs> that's five. That's five years ago. And and I, and and I guess one of the also reasons why I bring it up because I also listened to this in one other part is that like I think everyone here can agree that Ronaldo is not is not in the future plans of this club, right? And the future. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. What do you mean by future plans? What do you say? Well, yeah, what do you say? yeah, future. Like, like so, year. if a new coach comes in now, like are we are we basically are we going to do this dance again next year? We, of what course, we're going to do this dance again what? next year. What dance? We, I, I'm trying to understand. Like this dance like, of us, Ronaldo. like pretending, pretending like you know Ronaldo is you know is gonna is gonna carry us to wherever we want to go. No, to. but but Fabrizio, Fabrizio has come out in the past couple of days and he has been adamant that United's priority in this coming transfer window is a, a young striker, and and Ralph even said it in his press conference last weekend that it's very obvious that United needs a a, a young centre forward. Um, that Ronaldo is 37, but Cavani leaves at the end of the season. Now, Ronaldo knows yeah. he's very good and whatnot, but he's you know he's he's reaching there essentially. Say Ronaldo is trash. And um, Greenwood is unavailable, so we only have oh, one boy, Greenwood. Ah oh, man, I miss Greenwood. <laughs> we only have one striker on this team, right? So, to me, which young striker are you getting? The young strikers that we could have gotten, Haaland, Haaland is probably not coming to United, yeah, nah, to United right? So, I would, you know, I, actually, honestly, like if if he asked me, I would tell him not to come to United because we would just ruin that boy's career. <laughs> uh, the, the one that was in Florentina that is in Juventus was probably our second best bet. He's not coming. So, which young strikers are there? Like, we'll fuck around and go Patrick. and get someone like jo- Jovic from Madrid. Patrick, Madrid. that'll be my next my next target. Tani Sheik. <laughs> uh, eh? Who is shaking? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I've watched him a few times, and he's the, like again. I'm just saying based on who we can lure right now. I I, I think he's hey, a, 
He's a physical striker. He's he's good. He reminds me of the what's that guy's name? Vlahovic or whatever his name is. That went to Juve. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, me too, man. A bit these sad. are people that like. I don't know. Again, it's just. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I feel your pain. Hug. Let's hug it up. <laughs> first bring of all, in, I think. In, first of all, I think when when I think of Ronaldo this season, I think part of what has happened is there've been different points in the, in the season where the conversation almost always goes to Ronaldo is part of the problem of the team, or Ronaldo is the problem of the team. Or if Ronaldo wasn't here, this team would be better, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that argument is not one that I've ever really bought into. But in terms of just looking at his performances in the last few games, I also can't say that he's playing well, you know. And I think I don't I don't know if take for example this game, right? I, I feel like today's game is one of the examples of where Ronaldo is a little bit different from the rest. We talked about Rashford as an example, where Rashford, and he's young, so I, I'm not saying that this is his, his permanent story, but when it gets tough for him, it, you don't always feel like there's that second gear that he can go to that part of him that is like, you know what, I'm going to make it work. And that's the thing, I, I guess, when I look at Ronaldo, I respect is that goal that he scored today, nobody else on our team scores that goal, in my mind. Not because... Yeah. And shoot it. It's it's that I'll get like see that he had played that moment in his head. Like if if these people give me a chance, I'm going to I'm going to do something. I'm going to I'm going to try to make something happen. Right. I think Fernandez has some of that in him as well, but sometimes he can be a pretender. Um but aside from that, like Ronaldo has not been has not been good, especially oh. in this trip. Right. Like I don't feel like and and if I'm being fair, you know, even body language stuff that normally I won't like look at. Again, I feel like when the team is going through it in this period, you have to pick other people up. Like that's part of being a leader. Now he's never done that in his career necessarily. I guess maybe when he's playing with other players that are of equal level, but he he's never really been that guy. So it's hard for me to see him at 37 and think, you know what, I'm upset about this because I think some of the times. Great that like I'll go again, <laughs> you go again. You know, I think that's part of the attitude that you see. It's just when we're not winning, it looks it just looks bad, you know. So, but we're stuck with him because based on some of the reporting, and I don't know if you guys have seen this, people don't seem to know what's actually going on with Cavani. Is he injured? Is he not? Is he resting? Is he not? Is he so? It's not like I don't think we're going to get to a spell where it's actually a competition. I would have loved to actually see Cavani and Ronaldo play together. I don't think we can accommodate that in this team, right? But yeah, so looking towards next season, I don't know who is on the market that we will get that will not be that we won't that we see because if we sign somebody to play, if we sign a young player, first of all. They have to either hit the ground running and be scoring goals right away, or you have to like bring them in little by little, right? And this is not a team based on the expectation, based on the money, based on everything else. I don't think this is a team that can afford to have somebody coming through and learning on the job. You know what I mean? Like we can't, it's tough enough for us as it is. I don't know that we can afford to buy somebody that is going to take two or three years to start like getting to the point where we need them to be. So I don't know how all of this plays out, but even the prospects, you know, maybe we'll get Hala from Ajax when um when uh then Ten Hag comes comes through. Who knows? I, I think United will go through the phase that Liverpool went through in like in late two thousands, like in eight, nine and ten, where they were buying some weird ass names like Ben Ayun, you know, Koncheski. Um, what's that guy that they, they bought for 50 million from Newcastle? Carroll. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Carroll, yeah, those kind of guys. I think we're going to get through that phase now because uh, the, 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 <laughs> the, the reality is um, 
these really good players, they, their eyes are open. Like, they know what's going on. United is not a club for them. Even though there's the money, some of these guys really want to be successful. So uh, they, I don't think the money can do anything anymore. Um, you have the cities, the Liverpools that are usually pushing for titles that keep buying these players, as well as Chelsea. And then Madrid, you know, Bar- Bar- Barcelona is, and uh, PSG and Anko. So those guys will be taking, taking the best players. United will be left with, with the crumb. I will end up paying, you know, 30% on top of what they're expected to get um, just, just, just to lure them. So I expect us to be dragging with, with them Newcastle for all these random, random. We're out, like we're out in the wilderness for a long time. Um, I don't think so. I think uh, they are like enough. Okay, so for example, they linked us with. Um, they said I don't know how true this is, but Ralph seemed to have recommended Nkoko, the guy from Red Bull. What position does he play? I'm not quite sure. They said midfield, but I remember seeing him on the wing. But he scored a yeah, lot of goals. He has like, I think, 16 goals and 14 assists or something. Again, coming from Germany, our track record from that ends. I mean, I Sancho, say, isn't that what Sancho, Sancho was supposed to be? No, Sancho is changing. Like, Sancho looks like he looks like he's getting himself, right? Like, he's... he's He's playing with a different type of confidence. He's not he's not even Greenwood confidence where he's just shooting on his own. It's like I will do things, I can I can make something happen in this game. So I I think Sancho is going to be much better next season than he, he's been this season. Um there are also people in the Premier League, right? Like if you look at our midfield, like we talked about Scott McCombany, and I don't want to be unfair to Scott because I want to actually see him in a team where he doesn't have to start. Right, because part of the problem we have with Scott is he's okay. Take for today, we played Brighton, good example, right? Brighton were playing like through us, like just have like that first half blew my mind. There was a spell where Brighton had like five chances in a row, like four or five chances in a row, because I was behind. I started watching the game a little late. So I would actually like forward past some like areas of law after like the 20th minute because I saw, okay, nothing exciting is happening. There was a stretch for like 10 minutes where Brighton had chance, chance, chance. Like by the end of the half, we were the ones praying for the end of the half. And to me, it's just like, this is still Manchester United now. We're playing at home. Like who does Brighton have in their midfield? Say you say Basuma. Okay. Aside from Basuma, who else? And they are playing through us so easy. So for me, it's just like, where is the problem on this team exactly? Like, who are we? Like, what are we? And that's why, like, somebody said, I think somebody said, I'll take the points. Fuck the points, man. Fuck I, I the said points. so. I said I'll Yeah, because <laughs> if I'm being honest, think about it this way, right? First half, we were thoroughly outplayed. Thoroughly outplayed. Second half, Ronaldo scores that goal. We Brighton goes down to ten men. When Brighton goes down to ten men, for a period towards the end of the game, it looked like we were actually playing eleven men. Right, like it felt like it was an even game. Like if Brighton had scored, nobody would be surprised. It would be they like they had chances too. Yeah, yeah, they had chances after they went down ten men. And I, I am aware that like we, we had possession for a while, but it's just like you, we're playing 10 men Brighton that have taken off, that have lost a defender, taken off a striker, and somehow they're still creating chances. So I, I don't, I just wonder like, is our problem the players? Is it tactical? Is it a curse? Like the hair said, and Francis, like, where is the problem? Like, did I ever say was that United was cursed? Or oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe I might have. Yeah, you did. But it's funny that, you know, the girl would even think or say the same thing, though. Like, because the, the, the way we're playing and the amount of money we've invested you would think you would see some kind of progress. Like, it just, nothing is working, man. Nothing it doesn't is working. make sense. It doesn't make it sense. There's no logical explanation to this thing. At least, at least you would win a cup. 
But bro, bro we finished not... second last season. We spent over a hundred million since then, and yeah. we're struggling. We're worse now than we were then. Like I, I keep oh. using Chelsea as a reference. Like these guys have probably had fourteen managers over the course of what two thousand and four, so eighteen years. But out of those fourteen managers, I can probably say only five have not won something. Every other person has won. Every other person. Is it Bruno? Is it uh, Mourinho? Is it two two Abraham Grant? Managers. Abraham They're Grant. Two, the two interim managers Di actually won the, Di Yeah, won the two Champions Leagues. Ancelotti. Yeah, even this guy that just left that smokes like a fucking chimney. Um, sorry. Sorry. Rafa Benitez. Antonio Conte. Like Rafa Benitez just was keep... another interim manager. It's we won. He won Europa League, right? Like, but yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand, man. Like, but United, like, we try to get the best. We even get the, try to get the best players. Like, let's not, let's not kid ourselves. Like, what well, United blows money. We blow a lot of money, but then and there was that report that came out the other day. If you remember, the highest net spend in the last decade. We spent over a billion. In the last yeah, I think was, was was are we not second to City? We're first. Oh, we're, we're first. first. Oh, who's yeah, second to City? Eh? I'm not even sure because it wasn't just in the EPL. I think it was like all clubs. I don't know. I think Barcelona was it Barcelona that was second. I think Barcelona was second. I think Barcelona yeah. was second. But anyway, sometimes I, I just wish I was I was I was like 20, man. Like, and I, I God knows I won't be supporting this team. <laughs> I think to answer because your question, the, the reason why it's, it's oh, sorry, the reason why it's painful to me and, and you is the United we grew up watching. Like they were filled with ballers. Like you remove one person, you're bringing another person, and the shit is still moving. But now it's like you remove one person, you bring in a new coach. Next thing, there's always an argument: is it the coach or is it the players? That's what I've been hearing for the past eight years. Okay, they say it's the coach. The new coach comes in. Then you go through a phase of, ah, it's the players. We need a new midfielder. Give this coach time. You buy a player. They go back again. It's the coach. The coach can't get. The same conversation over and over and over again. And I mean, right now, in my head, I'm in that phase where I think it's the players. But then you're going to... I now think of it. How many players are you going to clear out? You're going to clear Maguire, McTominay, Luke Shaw, Aaron Wan-Bissaka, um, and who else? That's probably it. So once you clear these guys now, and then you bring in Etehag or Pochettino, and these guys come forth, who is it at that point? Players mm-hmm. or the coach? Man, riddle me that man. I'm tired of. I'm tired. I'm tired. I think. I think it's it's it ends up being decision making, right? Because the one thing I think Chelsea has as a team is, oh, sorry, not as a team, as a club, is they have a structure where they at least have. An idea of how they want to identify young players, and that's, how that they find them, how they yeah. bring them through. With United, it feels like for the last ten years, we've just been talking to agents. Agents would tell us, "This guy, this guy is going to be the next guy. This guy is the next guy. You need to sign this guy. Then we'll pay an exorbitant amount. Then we'll bring this guy in." Like if you think of all the people that we've had, like. Just coming through the club, like we signed. What's that? I don't even remember their name. That guy from Southampton, the midfielder. No, sh- uh, no Schneiderlin. 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 Memphis. Um, like people that you've forgotten even played for United, right? Ro- Rojo, Herrera. Uh, we've given Phil Jones a new contract. Like even someone like Dalu, again, I'm not saying Dalu is not a bad signing, but just like the, the way that we go about getting these people. It doesn't always make sense. So now uh, we have our boy GGP in there. Okay, GGP again. Even him now. Have you guys noticed he doesn't look like the same guy that used to talk before? United, you know United swallows. <laughs> United is such a big. Like I feel like we should have two coaches, like two first two two managers, one for attack, one for defense. And wait, by the way, you know that guy that he said um, reminds them of Ted Lasso, which was yeah. hilarious, by the way. Why does he coach with AirPods? 
Like, what's he wearing okay. AirPods? Do we have someone at the top of the pitch? Like, like you know how they run plays in NFL? Is that like his pattern of play? Or what's going on? He's listening. He's listening to that new gunner, man. <laughs> like the guy is always on air. Like every coach we get always has one thing or the fucking other. Like where do they bring these guys from? Yo, this you know, these United players are just idiots. Like, who, who came up with the Ted Lasso reference? I, 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 <laughs> I, I promise you, is Luke Shaw. <laughs> like all these leaks and all these chats, church chats in United. I, I had a feeling it's Luke Shaw and Maguire. Man, it won't get past them. It's not the foreign players. It's not the foreign players. It's someone from England. But I'm you know, if the MB funny has thing, a hand in it. The funny thing is that guy. That's not the first time stories have come out about that guy. <laughs> yeah, that particular Titan quote. There were some stories that came out about him early when he first started that players were like baffled working with him that the guy <laughs> doesn't seem to know what he's doing. Now, like two weeks later or three weeks later, now is the last reference. So me, I believe that this... And it's like, how can... Whoever is... Like, who are these hostages? Like... Information already finished for United, man. Like information <laughs> is insanely premium. But wait, do, wait, do, wait, do. like why? Uh, why would Ralph go and get the guy? Has he walked? Has he walked with him before? It's part of the, the RB. It's part of the RB RB uh, family now. Like yeah, but, but because guy, part of a fucking family coach, doesn't mean you go and get him. Like is this the master? This coach. <laughs> He, he well, it's because he couldn't FC bring the coaches coach. he wanted. Can't you remember we talked about this when he came? He couldn't bring some of the coaches he wanted. So I'm guessing especially like when you're on a short-term contract now, that exactly, there's not much. Yeah. But this guy was Toronto FC's coach now for 15 games. Yeah, yeah, he, he had a terrible spell like in Toronto of, FC. Yeah, like one or two games in the 15, and they fired him. Can you imagine last like, 15 games? So now I, I I don't doubt that some of these things are. I just think it's, it's stuff like that that happens, right? It's the players come in, they don't respect a lot of the people that are talking to them. And so it's like, you can end up doing anything you want, right? And if you go to a place where there's a winning history, that in itself polices you. But if you go to a place where there's no expectation, like, you know, we've beat this Maguire thing to the, you know, to the hilt. But like, Maguire is our captain. Maguire was not Leicester City's captain. Maguire has not won a single thing in his career. So, like, where, where, where is this? Where is the example that he's setting? Where is it? Where is this example? It's not based on his performance. He's not a vocal leader. So, what, what kind of captain is he actually? You haven't won anything. You don't have a track record that we can look at. Your, your, your performances are trash. You know, so for me, it's like, if you are if you are Lindelof, if you are Bayi, God forbid you are Bayi, you are looking at this guy. How can you look at this team and think that there's anything like fair or reasonable or rational about the way decisions are made? Because Bayi will play, they will say he's a liability. But Maguire has actually consistently that he's a liability. And it doesn't matter. He's still going to play. He's played what our last like four games in a row. And he's putting like so far performances. Maybe today you can argue, but again today he, he just yeah, wasn't today. Today he had a couple because of, of the ten men. <laughs> the the one that really annoys me with Maguire is like he will pass the ball and then just stare instead of moving and creating space for the ball to come back. He would just like he's you know he's not creating space. And um, what's his name? McTominay does this a lot too, where he passes the ball and doesn't create open space. Like he stands behind the guy who is between him and the guy he passed the ball to. <laughs> and I'm like, and don't if you, you watch, like if you watch Brighton today, that's one thing that you notice. Pass right away, they start moving. Right away, they start moving. Pass and move. When we pass, we just like stay. We just pass and stay. And then it's like on that player to figure out what they are going to do. And that's why we have so many backward passes. It's because nobody has any options. Like you just, it's like you're setting traps for your own players. Exactly. You know? uh, I don't know, man. Like. I don't re- I don't like when we win these type of games because it's like to what end? We've seen this game or a version of this game for the last three years. Okay, so we win it and we get into Champions League. It's like maybe Champions League is not actually the answer for us because when there's no Champions League, there seems to be more of a an urgency, an urgency that like oh we're going to do. I'm just 
We're going to play Atletico. I guess Atletico is they themselves are not like doing much they're this not, season. They're not world beaters, like yeah, but but I know they're gonna drag us into the mud in that game, which we're not really good at doing, right? So we'll see. Anyways, um enough about <laughs> United Wolves. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and come back and talk about Leeds over the weekend. Our next game is versus Leeds United. Um, I think if I ask you guys what our best performances performance has been this season, I'm guessing most of you will probably point to that Leeds game at the beginning of the season. I think we won that game 5-2 or something like that. Oh, um, I, Leeds. 5-1, mm-hmm. sorry. We won the game 5-1. Yeah, like it was like, one, I think it was yeah. the first... August 14. I think oh, it was the first game. Oh, where season. Bruno scored a hat trick or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Pogba, Pogba had like four assists. Ah, assist. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, so we. <laughs> I remember when I was championing um, Pogba, like breaking the assist record, and here we are today. He's, he's still on seven. He had four. Think about it. He had four in that first game, and he's still on seven. Uh, today, I think he, he has seven today. in like this in the, in the first oh, like five. Oh, so he has, he has eight now because he assisted in um, Bruno's um, goal today. So he has eight. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Only it's, it's only Trent that is higher than him actually to date. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, like Salah. He's still up there, but I'm just saying, like he had like probably like six of those in the first three games of the season. Remember, like he had back to back games where he had like uh-huh. he had the no, four, he had, he had seven one had... in the first like five games. And then I remember he's been like... injured, and then and then here we are now. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, um, so yeah, like I was saying, I think that's the best game we've played all season long. At the beginning of the season, I think everything has just gone downhill um, after that. But but I think Leeds um, is the only team that I can confi- confidently call snacks when it comes to United because of the way they play. Like they just want to op- they they play openly, right? And they're always very vulnerable on the counter. So I I see that mm-hmm. I don't see that changing for us because even uh, oh I who, who oh. Did, I don't see that changing because of the way they play. So I still, I think this is going to be an easy game for us. Um, we might not play like the best, but I think we're going to score multiple goals in this game for the, you know, for the second game in a row. But anyways, um, looks like uh, both of you have different opinions. So Francis, how, how do you think this game is going to go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. The leads of the leads of um, last season is probably not the leads that we're seeing this season. I think, yeah, they're missing, I think they are worse right now. Yeah, they're missing Bamford. And, uh, they had another injury over the weekend. Like, they've just been rap- racking up injuries left and right. Yeah, but... Oh, and our boy returns. Who's that? James. Oh, Dan James? Yeah. Where are we playing? Old Trafford or, or away? Inland Road. It's okay. Mm, yeah, I don't know, man. All these away James, games. James had two goals. Don't don't sleep on James. He had two goals in the last game. Man, James should go fuck himself. Like <laughs> the last game, the game before that. Wow. <laughs> like uh, he had two goals. That's what, what should I do? <laughs> like yeah. I, I feel like knocking his head for even accepting United to find the best place. But um, again, I think the pressure is on United. You know, um, Leeds. They don't really have much to play for. They can relax and maybe more for bragging rights. They just want to because they've always had that rivalry in the past. So their, their fans will be a little bit riled up. But United need to make top four now because they know the challenge with all the, the, the points they've dropped and um, the, the um, opposition that they have just right behind them. So United would probably take this one a little bit more seriously um, try to play on the front foot. But with the way Leeds play, I think they can play into United's hand on the counter-attack. Um, and if United can finally take their chances, uh, it, it, it would make for an exciting game. But I don't ex- I don't think United will. You know, I don't think United will take their chances. I think it will be the same topic over and over and over again. But let's see if this changes because the last games that we've played are... I've been at home, right? Except Burnley, if I'm not mistaken. Right? So we can afford to be compact a little bit and then um, we don't have the push from the fans so we can try and catch them on the counter-attack. But I think Leeds too will try and play safe, just bearing in mind that United have 
torn them apart in like two games now. I think first one was six one or six two, another one five one. But if you remember last season, well, no. If you if you think about it, like those games were always in Old Trafford. Yeah, like, that's what I was going to say. If you remember when we went back to their yeah. home, it was zero zero. Yeah. Yeah, but we were yeah. also beating them three 0 at home too. When, like in like when? Leeds home. Well, the last yeah, because I'm looking at the fi- last five matches. Yes, you're right. Um, three out of the last five have been um, at Old Trafford. Um, the last time we played away was um, zero zero, mm-hmm. but before that it was three 0 What year was that? Twenty eleven. <laughs> that's that's what I, more I than 10 years ago i didn't look at the dates so by the time i was done rattling off that i'm like oh no no one should ask me about the dates uh, <laughs> sorry yeah that was more than 10 years ago man that was probably still oh anyways I... there's still snacks man it's leads i've watched i've watched some of that against susan like they are just very open on the on the counter very very open <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. I think one thing that we we say because there's been this like United needs to take their chances. If you look at Brighton today, Brighton didn't take their own chances. Uh, so I, I I also think we've been lucky as far as like teams capitalizing on the chances that they've had as well. Leeds are going through a tough patch. Uh, I think they played. They played. Was it Everton? They played. Who did they play? I think it was Everton, right? Yeah, that uh, was where they yeah, uh, had had a, a magnificent game, apparently. <laughs> a game for the ages, according to some. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of weird because Leeds play a pressing game and we seem to struggle against pressing teams except when it comes to Leeds. I just... I just worry about this team, man. Because if you think about the fact that we played Middlesbrough, we played Burnley, we played, I think, West Ham or somebody else. And in all of those games, you can see that we started out well and then eventually... Today was the opposite. Like, we did not start out with any sense of urgency. Like, during the game, the commentator was saying we're testimonial peace. Uh-huh. I remember that. Yeah. And it's actually very true. So it's like, there's no sense of urgency. The players themselves, this team, the one thing that I feel like we've had on our side is that we have not considered first. I feel like we're always waiting to fold and it's just been there. It's subtle, but it's always there. It's like, when the game starts out, maybe we have a plan that we can we can we can you know hold on to. Then we score. As soon as the other team scores, that plan just goes out of the window. And now we're not even waiting for them to score for the plan to go out of the window. So I don't know, man. I don't feel as confident. I I, I actually don't watch. I didn't. I I noticed today that I'm not watching this game, hoping for. Once I see that the performance is not good, I don't want us to win. I can't lie, because I hate. I feel like this is something that we had with Ole. It's just papering over the cracks. Like, let's just do enough to win so that we can be successful. So that, But it's not entertaining. It's not consistent. I know what I can demand of this team or what I can, what I can expect of the team. And for me, I just want... I, I don't want the cancer to keep, like, hiding. Let's just see the thing on display. Let's know that this team is trash. And let's just call it for what it is. Like if we finish seventh, let's finish seventh so that we can start clearing out some of the some of the people on this team. And we can be desperate enough to get a coach that has common sense. We can take out control from some of the people that currently hold it and are doing rubbish with it. Like Ed is gone, so maybe Richard will have more common sense. I don't know if, you know, um, what's that guy? Ralph going into the management, into the executive parts will help. I'm hoping it will, but I'm ready to even suffer through like a few years to build up a team that we can at least know that, okay, this is how we play. This is what we can expect. These are the kind of players that we need to sign, you know, things like that. But yeah, back to Leeds, I'm definitely not confident, even though it's Leeds. 
there is not a single team that we will play against that I will feel confident. Who are, who is the last in the Premier League? Uh, what for? What's their name? No, Burnley. 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 Oh, I mean, so we've already played. We've already played. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my point. Like we we lost to Middlesbrough, and it wasn't <laughs> like yes, we had chances, but like nobody was surprised. We do with Burnley. We are probably not going to beat Watford that is coming up. And then we start playing them, Liverpool and Tottenham. And in years past, we'll say like, oh, against those ones, we'll level up in our performance. I don't see it, man. I don't know. I don't see that. I'm very down on this team right now. No, I think that's very evident. I'll <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <to> start off. <laughs> don't let anyone tell you anything else. I'll <laughs> um, hmm. start off with the lineup. Um, Dagger and go. Um, you go Dalo. Now I don't know what the, what the extent of Varane's injury is. Do we ha- do we have any news on? It's not good. Goes? He was not he was not feeling well, and the medication he took didn't release it well with his. Okay, his hopefully, like it should be good well, by the weekend. Yeah. So Dalo Varane, unfortunately, Maguire, um, sure. And in midfield, I will go Scott because Scott's in a, Scott and Pogba. And then Bruno, Sancho, Ronaldo, and Rashford. Francis? Um, in defense, the gear, I think Dalo, Varan, Lindelof. Tell us midfield Pogba Fred Bruno Fernandez. Actually Pogba Matomine Bruno Fernandez and then up front Rashford would start. Um, like we don't even have enough options up front anymore. Yeah, no, it's just we have just the three starters. Well, besides Elanga, I guess. I think Rashford and Elanga, and um, and Ronaldo. Okay, uh, it's a little bit tricky to call this lineup just because there's Champions League a couple of days mm-hmm. after. So, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm right. a little unsure on how this one is going to play out. I don't know which one they are prioritizing. Um, I would probably say top four. <laughs> I, I'll, I think, think I'll, I think Champions League. But we're not oh. winning Champions League. We know that, though. Like, so let's let's not kid ourselves. We can joke and say Champions League, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they'll keep prioritizing it till they, till they get knocked out. Okay, so next round. Mm-hmm. Is that your prediction uh, on what we're getting knocked out? Yeah. Like... Oh. <laughs> so no. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, El Maestro, your lineup. <laughs> um, I- I'm going to go with a slightly weaker team. I'm going to say, well, on paper weaker. Um, the hair angle, Varane back. Varan and Lindelof, Tellers, um, hmm, one percent. So the game against Atletico, where are we playing it? Um, the first first Didn't leg, I think, is at uh, Atletico's. Okay, so I'm going to go with Dalo. So again, Dalo Maguire, Lindelof, Dalo Maguire, sorry, Dalo Lindelof, Varan, and. Tellers in midfield. I'm going to go with Pogba, Fred, Bruno Fernandez. In attack, I'm going to go with Ilanga, Rashford, and do we know if Cavani is Cavani? Man, I don't know. This his injury seems like a phantom injury, but yeah, I don't. I don't think he's coming in anytime soon. I don't think his injury is that bad. I just don't know if, like, anyway, I'm going to start, I'm going to put Cavani there because Ronaldo can't play. Play both. I mean, he can, but 
Is he going to play three games? He's definitely playing against Atletico, if for nothing else, because he has an amazing record against them. But that's true. Yeah, if I can see him playing like three games in a week or about about a week, so I'm going to go with Cavani. Okay, um, I'll start off with the scoreline predictions. Like I've been saying, um, I think uh, Leeds are snacks, so I'll go three 0 to United. Goes by who? I see Rashford scoring a goal finally. Uh, Rashford, Bruno, and I'll go Pogba for goals and. No one. I don't see anyone scoring for for Leeds. Um, if Dan James doesn't do anything for Leeds, I don't. So know do you, you, your predictions were three 0 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that, if we do the average of the last five goals and uh, games, that's the average. <laughs> so three 0 uh, Francis. Uh, well, I expect it to be another draw. I think maybe one one or zero zero. I'll draw. stick with yeah. <laughs> That video would be nice sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think um, uh, with the amount of chances we've been creating, and with Leeds being you know that kind of team that can get a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll predict one one on this one. One one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Elmaisha, before you go, like last uh, pod, you said the the great uh, the best elixir for United was is Francis predicting a draw <laughs> or a loss. That seemed to have backfired last <laughs> last game. <laughs> we we drew against Southampton. Oh, no, my prediction was correct against Southampton. No. Oh, I know. Like I'm oh. talking to Maestro because he, he said didn't, it wasn't it wasn't correct. How I predicted one one. No two two. My guy, relax. I think we don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Try to sneak it in. <laughs> wow, top ground. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was on your side, Francis, until you just wanted to just I I thought, talk about one one. I thought we were on the same side, man. We guys just jumped at me. Yo, a fan drew pizza on my head, yo. My guy, relax. You know when someone extends the L, they are very serious. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, okay, you that are not relaxing. I mean, give us your prediction, please. As it turns out, my mm-hmm. prediction is very similar to Francis's prediction, which is two-two. So, um, yeah, I just think both teams are a bit open, and I think it'll be somewhat entertaining. <laughs> it's also a derby game, so you know, I'm going to go with for leader Brian Rafinha. And for United, I'm going to go with uh, Rashford and Ronaldo off the bench. For the second. Francis, I don't think you gave your your goal scorers. Oh, if 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 it's one one, Bruno Fernandez and um, Rodrigo for Leeds. Actually, hey. and Harrison, 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 Harrison. But you said one one. So who's scoring? Bruno Fernandez and Harrison. Okay, okay, no, Rodrigo. Okay, there you have it. Um, before we leave, I just want to read. Oh, what's my my Twitter? I wanted to read out the poll. I think Ten Hanging was number one, right? On and Aaron K was number two, followed by um, remember the coaching poll we put up? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Was Ten Hag number I had one? That. I can't find it. Yeah, Ten Hag was number one. I... The last time I checked our list, right? <laughs> Yeah, let me check you real quick. Yeah, Ten Hag finished with 68%. Luis Enrique finished with 18%. And Mauricio Pocatino finished with 14%. I think as time goes on, time has not been kind to Pochettino. I think the the more time that has passed, the the less people are are sold on him. I read a report. um, It wasn't so much a report. It was like a... Somebody was uh, was saying that United have already made a decision to go for Ten Hag because Overmars has left Ajax and Ten Hag had always been married at the hip to Overmars as far as like technical director and coach, and they said with Overmars leaving his role that 
Ten Hag is going to be more willing to leave his position. So United is already trying to secure an agreement with him um, to get him out of his contract or to get him to come to United. I don't know how true it is. Luis Enrique, obviously, is also in the picture now, apparently. Um, I, I think Luis Enrique will... The funny thing is, I was going to say, I think he will he will be strict. But we've had strict managers in the past. I don't know if that's worked out. I think Francis was the one that reminded us that he coached Roma. I need to go and see how he, that Roma team did, because I don't think they did shit. Yeah, um, I won't be surprised if they didn't do shit. And so, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm leaning towards Ten Hag, to be honest. But... I, I wonder if the job is going to be too big for him. You know, you can compare Ajax in terms of the size in, not the size of a role, but just like being, you know, maybe the biggest team in in uh, in Holland. But, you know, United, somebody said it on the sport already, United seems to swallow people, man. Mm-hmm. So you need somebody that can can be larger than life, you know, because it's not just about managing the team it's it's being able to cope with the lot of trash that happens on a daily basis you know that's 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 true um i think someone said something about pochettino probably has the best um personality to handle united <laughs> but <laughs> your personality will change when you've lost five games in a row <laughs> oh well, well we'll figure out who we higher when the next season comes around because yeah we all know that um ggpfc aka ralph is just here for six um six months so we at some point we have no choice but to hire somebody new so hopefully we can make the right decision but until then thank you for listening to the pod um please give us a follow on socials at what we're very good do on twitter and instagram also rate and review us um five stars only anything less than five stars keep it to yourself Y'all know the vibe. Peace.